Hi everyone and welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. And in today's podcast, and in fact in the next few podcasts, I'm going to talk about some of the lessons about TCO3 with Jennifer, which is by the time this podcast comes out, it's probably going to be about a few days before we release it. And I'm also going to talk about TCO4 because TCO4 is about to start. We're busy going through kind of the background material and so on and kind of the initial preparation. So I'm going to focus heavily on TCO3, but I'm going to draw comparisons with TCO4, right? And in today, I'm going to, today I'm going to talk about something that to me is pretty important, but I I get the sense that to most applicants, whether it's senior, junior, even undergraduate, they downplay it at their peril. And I'm going to give you an example of this, and I'm going to draw the lessons or extract the lessons out of TCO. Have you ever spent time with someone, anyone, could be your girlfriend, your boyfriend, could be a family member, could be a friend, could even just be someone that is an acquaintance that you see every now and again. But this person makes you feel good about yourself because they never say anything negative. Think about that for a second. Think about it very carefully. You know, when I watch sitcoms today on television, I watch a lot of TV. For people who follow me, you know I watch a lot of TV. One of the things that I don't like about television is things that the the media or the networks think are funny, I sometimes find offensive or I think are making someone feel bad. And the point I'm trying to make here is that some of the things that are funny don't make you feel good. So forget about people that are funny, right? Think of people that when you speak to them, they have nothing negative to say. They're not, condes- they're not condescending. They're not insincere. They're not belittling. They are not two-faced in inverted commas, but they genuinely make you feel nice when you talk to them. Even when they make a joke, they never make someone look bad or they never put down someone. Now, how do you feel when you're with those people? You feel good, right? You feel, wow, you know, this person is so nice. You actually look forward to seeing them. Heck, you may even want to marry some of those people, right? Now, the reason I'm making this point here is because clearly... When you rank all the people you know, it is fairly apparent that there are some people, I would say few. If you're lucky, you know one person that makes you feel amazing. Um, And the rest are kind of on a sliding scale from makes you feel good, but sometimes bad. Makes you feel bad, sometimes criticize you to making you feel pretty horrible. And you don't want to see those people. Now, think about how you respond to someone who makes you feel good. You, You respond to them in a very positive way, right? You are drawn to them. You smile, you are happy, you you feel that you can do anything around this person. When you're doing cases, you want to be that person. You want to be the person who is the person that everyone is drawn to. You want to be the person that is positive, energetic, uh, sincere, doesn't say anything negative, makes everyone feel good. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is because when you watch TCO3 and then later TCO4, you're going to be able to compare and contrast the personalities. And one of the things that jumps out to me uh, watching TCO, well, not watching in my case, actually working with the candidates, is that some clients were just likable and others were, I wouldn't say they, I wouldn't say I disliked them, but I would say I could see them being disliked very quickly. I could see them struggling to um, build relationships. And let me give you some examples of that, right? There are people who are just, you know, 
they're not good at building relationships and they are they make you feel not good. I don't think that those are not the people that I'm referring to. They're not a problem. If you struggle to build relationships and you maybe come across a bit awkward and maybe, you know, you're not the life of the party, I'm not referring to you. I think you are okay. Because you don't have what I call ill intent or you're not making anyone feel bad. I'm referring to those people who, whether due to overconfidence, cockiness, or I'd use the word arrogance. I mean, maybe some flavor of arrogance. They make the other party feel bad. I'm going to give you some examples of that. You're going to watch it when you, t- when you see TCO. Let's assume you go for an interview, right? And it doesn't go well. It happens to everyone. I mean, I can think of many partners where it happened to many people, right? Now, when you come out of that interview, well, let's assume before you go into the interview, you say wonderful things about the firm. You think they're the best thing in the world. And then when you don't get the offer you use words to describe them like you don't care it doesn't matter you have other choices that to me is a negative language Um, you shouldn't say you don't care because you do care and even if you do care and you say you don't care that's not the point the point is that you're now introducing negative language and someone like me who's listening to you any other partner anyone wants to help you we're wondering you know why does this person turn negative so quickly um you know should we help them? What would they say about us if things don't work out? Um, you know, they turned on this firm that they said wonderful things about for many, many sessions, and now they have nothing good to say. Um, you want to be neutral at all times. That's one example. The second example is where let's assume you are being wined and dined by a firm. The firm is going out of their way to recruit you. I think that you should not. Um, ever say you should not ever believe that you are special. That's the point I'm trying to make here. Um, it can it can very quickly go to your head where you think you are special. You think that oh the firm's treating nobody like this. I'm special. Look honestly, there's nothing special about me. I was wined and dined. You know, it's not like I look like Brad Pitt. The firm wined and dined me, right? If you see the partners making a big effort to recruit you, that's okay. And you can talk about it. But when you start talking about how special you are, that the partners are trying to recruit you, that's a problem. It's a problem because you start thinking you're special. And when you start thinking you're special, you start acting like you're special. And when you start acting like you're special, you make other people think that they are not special. So the second example is whereby firms are very aggressive when they want to recruit you. They make you think like you're the most important person in the world. But they make many people think that way. And even if you are the most important person in the world, the last thing you want to do to build relationships is to tell everyone you are the most important person in the world because why would anyone want to work with you, right? So that's point number two on how to come across as a likable, nice person. Point number three is, um, I think Suzanne is a good example of this. Um, You will see her in TCO4. That lady has never, Suzanne and I would say uh, Dylan is also like this, Dylan the Booth uh, participant. Both of these people never have... I'm not saying the other people have very negative things to say, but these two stand out for me. In the sense that they don't even make jokes that are negative. They say nothing negative at all. When you talk to them, they only have positive, nice things to say. I think Suzanne maybe maybe can improve in one area whereby she ever says anything negative, it's about her. But it's better to be self-deprecating than to say negative things about other people, right? Now, the the point I want to make here is that 
it's very easy to get caught into a dynamic where if you think you're part of a network, if you think you have been accepted, you revert back to what you think is normal behavior and you start making jokes that may belittle certain types of people, that may make people feel bad. At all times, you want to be the person that everyone wants to spend time with. Now, that's a very important lesson from TCO uh, 3 and 4. I mean, we've seen it in TCO 2 and TCO 1. You know, Felix was very uh, likable. Uh, TCO 2, we've also had people that were likable. TCO 3, you will see that. And TCO 4, you will see that. Now, if you are wondering how to be this likable person, it's a very simple way to do it. The way you need to be, the way you need to do this is two ways. One is you need to decide that I am not going to make other people feel bad no matter what. No matter what. Even if you are critical about something someone says, there's a nice way to ask it. There's a nice way to question things. But you don't have to question it whereby you make someone feel that they're under an interrogation. That's the first thing. The first thing is you've got to start from a good intent where you're going to say, you know what, I don't understand something, but I'm going to assume best intent and I'll check it. There are some people when they hear something, they are critical, they are nasty, they are cutting, they are condescending, they are biting, they are spiteful. You know who those people are. You don't like spending time with them. Don't be that person, right? No one likes them. No one likes spending time with them. Be the person that people like spending time with. So first one is, no matter what happens, no matter what you have to check, no matter what you have to verify, you can do it in a nice way. You know, you don't have to verify things by being a blunt, obliterative personality. So it's the first thing. Assume best intent. And even if you want to verify things, you can always check things in a nice way. So that's the first one. The second one is, and this is very common, everyone tells me they're nice, but then they misbehave under certain conditions. So this is the second piece of advice. Don't only be someone who's polite in the right situations. Be someone who's always polite. It is better to walk away from an argument. It is better to walk away from making a point than to you know, make people feel bad, right? Um, every time you make pe- someone feel a little bit bad about themselves, they don't want to spend time with you. Every time you sound a little bit doubtful, people don't want to spend time with you. Every time you seem a little bit questioning, people don't want to spend time with you. Every time you are arrogant, people don't want to spend time with you because the definition of arrogance is you think you are better than someone else. Why would anyone want to spend time with someone that makes them feel one level below? Now, you're going to see this in TCO. And what I want you to pay attention to is to how personalities change over the duration of the season. Um, it's Some of the personality changes surprise me. I mean, I would say that I'm shocked at the way some people change. Others surprise me with their consistency. Suzanne is one person who surprises me with her consistency. I would say Dylan also surprises me with her consistency. Now, the other participants in TCO4, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. Um, It's possible that maybe they perform the way I would expect them, right? So that's why I'm not surprised. It's not that they're bad people. I think TCO4, we've got a pretty good group there. Um, The element of likability is very important. If you come into an interview and you say something that I find a little bit uh, offensive, it's a small thing, Um, I will respond to you in a negative way. I will make you want to fail. I won't tell you I want to make you want to fail, but I'll make you fail, right? You know, it's an example of a client who once once asked a McKinsey Russia partner about the economic sanctions and how Russia is going to, you know, change to integrate into the West. It's a horrible thing to ask a Russian partner. 
because it's political. You know, I don't want to get involved in who's right and who's wrong. In my opinion, everyone's wrong. Um, it implies that the Russians have done something wrong. Therefore, they need to change to integrate back into the West. Again, it doesn't matter who's right and who's wrong. You don't ask someone a question like that. You don't ask someone a question like, um, you know, why should I join McKinsey if BCG is offering me this? Again, you make someone feel bad. I would say that if you go out there with sincere intent to be likable, not to make people feel bad, you will be much more successful in life. This podcast is, you know, to a large degree targeted towards MBAs. Because I feel that a lot of MBAs, not all, but the, the way MBA programs are structured is that we teach people to be very aggressive in the way we do things. We, we talk about teamwork, but we don't teach them how to be good at teams. You know, we don't just give you a finance textbook. We teach you finance. So if you want to teach people about teamwork, you should teach them about teamwork as opposed to just putting them in teams, right? And when I say teach, I don't mean one hour introduction to teamwork. I mean a proper course in this. If you think that this is not important, I want you to sit down and make a list of 15 people you know and think about the ones that make you feel amazing and how much you enjoy spending time with them. How much you are willing to do them favors. How much you want to please them. How much you don't want to disappoint them. If you are likable in a case, the interviewer is naturally drawn to you. The interviewer wants to help you. The interviewer wants to be your friend. You know, if you listen to this, you know Cezanne was going to be eliminated at one point because I wasn't happy with the performance. But to a large degree, I like Cezanne because I don't think she's ever misled me on anything. I think she's really honest, really sincere. If she's going to do something stupid, she'll tell me she's doing it rather than hide it from me. And the reason why we continue to invest in her is because, one, I think she is very capable. Two, she has a track record of excellence. Three, she's had successes to stabilize her career, so she can do it. And four, I think she will be successful. It's only a question of the right mentoring, and this is where I come in. Um, but really, the likability factor is high. If there wasn't a likability factor, you know, you could say that, well, Michael, this shouldn't be an emotional decision. No human being in the world makes an unemotional decision. No one. They're all lying. If Warren Buffett tells you he doesn't consider emotionally makes decisions, that's not true. We all have biases. The reason why we cannot eliminate our biases is because we don't know all of our biases. You can't eliminate that which you don't know. It's that simple. And for someone to say they know with absolute certainty all of their biases means that for some weird way you have access to the 90% of your brain that is probably, you know, working away silently in the background. We don't know what we don't know. We don't even know what we do know. And because we don't know what we do know, we can't know all of our biases. And people have these biases. And that's normal. And I am like people who work hard and are honest and I naturally gravitate towards them and try to work harder with them. If people like you, they will make you want to succeed. And that's the most important thing. As always, I hope you enjoyed TCO3. I hope you learn from it. I hope you can see the patterns we describe in these podcasts. And I hope you are able to be successful, not just at cases, but as a well-rounded business professional. And the reality is that you can do that. There is nothing stopping you from doing it. And I'm pretty sure that you'll be very successful watching the program. Uh, as always, if you have questions or comments, I'll be more than happy to answer them.